0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom and now I'm sopping there like Louis. She's male,
1: The Sex Man Podcast. Welcome back, folks, to the Sixth Man Podcast, solely focused on the National Basketball Association, with yours truly, Alex Moskowitz from the Emory Will Sports section, and Aaron Perlstein from Fan Interactive. Okay, so this podcast will be broadcast on all platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So today, the NBA released the schedule for the 2019-2020 season. So we, the Sixth Man Podcast, are here to break down some general trends that have become clearly apparent. So, the season preview is presented by GRIP. The best, most personal new apparel brand on the market? Go to godsgrip.bigcartel.com today. Okay, so Aaron, give me some takeaways.
0: Uh, well, first takeaway we see that uh, the NBA is just, its just trying to take care of its players. You know, it's listening to their needs. So we see that there's only now an average of 12 back to backs for each team, which is a 36% decrease from the 2014 15 season. It's continuing to go down. Wow. And a 7% decrease from last year. So that's a really good thing for you know our Kawhi Leonard stands yeah. all those all those guys. Those that players, want some rest. they
1: have no yeah. excuse. <laughs> yeah, now to take rest. Now us. they
0: have like they only have twelve back to backs on an eighty-two game schedule. No excuses. Um, and then we see one big thing for the Eastern fans: thirty-four of the sixty-seven double headers aired on ESPN and TNT will begin either an half an hour or an hour earlier. So then the previous eight p.m. Eastern starts. So we don't see those eight and ten thirty games anymore. We might see you know seven and nine thirty which would be really good for the young fans in the Eastern time zone and just for the sake of the NBA interest at that time. Definitely,
1: especially on a weekday. You know, the kids can watch the 7 p.m. game. Then the adults can hang around
0: for the night session. I mean, that's yeah, big. Yeah, but now you also don't have to sit around for the Warriors game that starts at 1230. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, and now with all this firepower in the West with the Clippers, Lakers, now we don't have to wait that long. That's true. Um, <clears throat> and then again, you know, if we just go down the schedule a little bit, the first day, it's going to be October 22nd. It's a TNT doubleheader. We're going to see New Orleans versus Toronto at Ooh, 8 that's p.m. Good. Eastern. So we're gonna Zion. See, we're, well, not only that, we're going to see the Raptors get their championship rings um, in, in Toronto. Uh, so, you know, they'll be in their banner. Everyone will get their rings. We'll have the ring ceremony. And then obviously we'll see Zion's first debut against the Raptors. And yeah, then, that is exciting. So that's at eight. And then at 1030, we're going to have the Lakers versus Clippers. I can't believe the NBA decided to start with this game. It is a sick game to start with. We're going to see Anthony Davis, LeBron James versus Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. It, both from the same, um, city. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean the city of angels. Holy smokes! Yep. And then next, uh, the next day, we got the ESPN doubleheader with Boston and Philly. So we got the first. One sec, one sec. Let's. I just noticed this. Let's point out the fact that this game is technically
1: a home game for the Clippers. Does that say anything about possibly? The Clippers getting priority over the Lakers, given that well, they play in the same arena. Well,
0: no, this happens every so, time. This is, this is every season, you know. It's not that the Lakers fans won't show up. It's just everything will be advertised to the Clippers that game. And then the Lakers will get it another time. Like that's, I
1: know, but this is the marquee game, though. Right. And the Clippers are getting that.
0: Well, I think that's just how the schedule unfolded. I don't think anyone's worried.
1: So there's nothing to make of that?
0: No, not even in the slightest. Okay. Uh, but also, if we're going to talk about LeBron's going into a 17th season wow that's insane um and then you know the next day we got the espn doubleheader we got boston versus philly like i said so the first espn uh, the first eastern powerhouse game that we see um you know boston with its revamped team without kyrie irving and philly with high expectations with this big team without horford now so that's going to be an interesting thing and then at 10 we're going to we have denver at portland so two big powerhouses in the west but as much as the west has gotten bigger and better we're we're going to see how important those two teams are
1: yeah and also Al Horford coming back um or well not playing, really, but they're plenty playing plenty against play, his yeah. former team there was definitely some bad blood you know with him leaving it wasn't this uh very happy uh parting of ways right. where it, it wasn't similar to the way that Kawhi left Toronto. Right. I mean, they got dumped out of the Eastern Conference right. semifinals by the Bucks. I mean, Horford was, was originally reported to be coming back to Boston. Well, then he's like, screw it. Like, I'm done with this organization. Right. They're dysfunctional. I don't want to be part of it. Right. And uh, he I mean, jumped ship for, for one of their major rivals.
0: Yeah. I mean, both of these teams, like you said, they have some history. You know, Boston, Philly, two years ago, they had a pretty gruddy. And big uh, series and then Denver and Portland last year in that seven game series that you know we talked about a lot in our first few episodes so you know th- that's why they, I think these are primetime and big games to start with because both of these teams they like those those series they have history and just to note Portland Trailblazers they've won 18 straight home regular season openers so we'll see and then we got Christmas Day you know that's always a big primetime day for big matchups so we got Boston and Toronto, Milwaukee at Philly, which is that's a sick game. Houston at Golden State, LA Clippers, Lakers once again, and New Orleans at Denver. So a lot of teams that are just high-powered teams there. Um, it's insane that Zion's getting the primetime games like New- well, like he, New Orleans. Like it's he just
1: already is a ratings bonanza, bro. I know. Like it's just he's like a- his game at Duke against North Carolina when he uh, blew out his shoe. That, those tickets were the highest priced college basketball tickets
0: of all time. I understand. But on the say, open market. Have we ever seen this? A rookie getting a Christmas Day and a, a first game of the season?
1: Well, look, it's the only person comparable to the publicity that comes with Zion is LeBron. Right. But it, the NBA and wasn't his, what it was. Exactly. It wasn't the same type of global and super publicized game that it is now. Right.
0: But um, what's another Christmas Day? Matchup you like, Al? What's another one?
1: Well, I'm super intrigued for the Houston at Golden State game. You know, I think it'll be really interesting to see uh, Russell Westbrook, James Harden against the Warriors. I mean, Houston has been dumped out of the playoffs. I think it's it's been four out of the last five years by the Warriors. Right. They clearly don't like each other. Right. And obviously, there is a lot of different, um, you know, focal points in both teams. Given that Houston added Westbrook, Golden State underwent seismic changes to their roster. But obviously as long as you have Curry against Arden, it's gonna be a fun, entertaining matchup with a ton of shooting. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. I mean I'm
0: excited for Milwaukee at Philly. I think those are the best two teams in the East.
1: That's gonna be a contentious matchup, man. I mean a lot of banging down I mean, low, very banging. physical.
0: I mean, and we'll get to see if Philly really up upgraded their size like everyone says they are against Giannis. Yeah.
1: I feel like that's going to be more of an old school matchup. You know, the grind it out. Um, I mean, Milwaukee has up their pace, and they play with a pretty nice pace. But both teams are really big inside. Both teams, you know, their superstars uh, reside in the paint. Right. And have taken many bodies with them. <laughs> you know, they have banged on many people's heads. Right. So, I mean, that's going to be an exciting matchup. Right. Good. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then we got just another just few games to talk about, like a lot, like we said, a lot of reunions are coming. You know, yeah. we got uh, November fifteenth, Utah at Memphis. So that's Mike Conley's big um, reunion with Memphis. They're probably gonna get a big video and all that stuff for him. Yeah, he um, was
1: he was a loyal servant to that team, man. Yeah, he was a great leader. Uh, he won NBA Man of the Year this I mean, past year. He's the year.
0: career leader in points, assists, steals, and games played for the Grizzlies. So he yeah. is. He, he was he Memphis. Is, Arguably the best Memphis player of all time So
1: And yeah, they let He he led them to You know, much greener pastures Than they had had in Vancouver In their early days in Memphis so, Right,
0: so that's one of the, the good the good uh, reunions. Exactly, the positive reunions where uh,
1: there's going to be a nice visit, yeah. a video tribute. Right, two weeks later, let's talk about uh, November
0: 27th. Yeah, the NBA, NBA is decided to make this day probably the most contentious day in the whole season.
1: Contentious, most bad blood between teams, <laughs> or between player and former team. So And uh, obviously we're talking about Brooklyn going to Boston, oh and the God. Lakers going to, the, uh, right. going to New Orleans.
0: Who do you think is going to get more booze, Kyrie or Anthony Davis?
1: Well, the fact of the matter is, New Orleans probably won't draw that well that game, even yes, though the it Lakers will. are coming to town. Yes, it will. They are not good at attendance. Boston has one of the we highest Zion attendances. Here and Anthony
0: Davis coming back, I promise you they will get a full, a full arena. Will you be in attendance for that one? I will try my hardest. Uh, what does that mean? Okay. They're already up near 100, and everything else is up near 20. So this is already a primetime game that's going to be the most expensive game in New Orleans this year. I mean, maybe you could swing.
1: Swing some press credentials we'll for see, that. We'll see. We'll see. Come on!
0: But I, I'm excited to see Kyrie's uh, the what's gonna happen in Boston. Oh my God! I mean, Boston fans are already ruthless, and they have and shown I've, this summer how much they've turned on Kyrie. Oh, like they hate him. Yeah.
1: I feel like he's gonna get some really hard fouls too.
0: Eh, maybe. I mean, Ennis Cantor. He's, he's
1: Ennis Cantor is yeah. <laughs> a menace, bro. And also, I mean, I feel like the only thing that could make this game more exciting and even more contentious. Would be if Marcus Morris was still on the Celtics. <laughs> like, dude, that dude, that dude is a really physical dude who, like, yeah, who has gotten into it with both opposing players. Marcus Marcus. Oh, Marcus Smart. Oh my God, he's right. going to be in Kyrie's grill.
0: And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if Brooklyn has their back. But that's a. I think that's a must-win in Kyrie's book. Definitely,
1: yeah. especially the way that he left. Right, shot exactly. five of nineteen in his last game. Right. They lost by thirty to the Bucks, and he just walked off without even supporting any of his younger teammates. Well, that's the thing. I showing himself of, to
0: be a fraud. I think both of these reunions, they're must-wins for the guys coming back cuz if not, like that's really embarrassing. Oh, definitely like both of these cuz it's just how it ended. Oh,
1: so ugly. Right. Terrible endings. I mean, Anthony Davis forcing his way out of New Orleans and then and Kyrie back, and then ba- yeah. Kyrie basically not taking calls from from the Celtics, from his former employers, not even considering them. It was so ugly. I think, I mean, those are going to be fun games. Yeah, Holy we're, smoke. Gonna, we're
0: all going to be on the edge of our seats Wednesday, November 27th.
1: And we have to talk about uh, another reunion. Yeah, two weeks later. No. No, which one? The more exciting one. You know, Kristaps coming back to MSG. <laughs>
0: After his two and a half year stunt. Yes,
1: uh, it's going to be it's going to be a very, very uh, exciting day. Uh, I feel like there are going to be a lot of booze for Kristaps. Nobody Knicks cares fans do not like him. It's a mavs Everybody game. Everybody cares.
0: It's a mavs nicks game. No one cares.
1: Nick's Twitter is all over this game.
0: <laughs> Come on, stop. Hashtag Nick's tape.
1: It, yeah, hashtag Nick's tape. But that's going to be an exciting game. I mean, Kristaps was branded as the golden boy of their franchise. Okay. And he basically requested a trade. He said he was going to go back to Europe. Okay. And the fact that it took him a really long time to get injured. um, And... He definitely went through his ups and downs as part of the Knicks and their relationship. So, I'm very excited for that game as a Knicks fan. And, you know, I really hope that he receives the vitriol that he deserves. Are you done? Because he's an ass. Are you done? He's an asshole. You done? I'm done, but he's an
0: asshole. So, two weeks later, after the uh, the crazy November 27th game, we have Kawhi Leonard going back to Toronto, getting his ring. That's good. December 11th. We got L.A. Clippers at Toronto. He will be getting his ring. I bet he'll get a video. Yeah, Toronto, th- that's going to be happy ring. Him. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, definitely. Because um, he brought I mean, him a championship, I mean. It is a little upsetting. They were not even close to really, they relevant. They couldn't even celebrate the finals because of him.
1: Well, but, I mean, they celebrated, bro. He was drunk, like, the entire parade. <laughs> I know, but... There's some great quotes from that. Right.
0: Another game that ha, I'm ha, excited to see ha, just... Ha, 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 okay. Mm-hmm, I'm, 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 one game I'm excited to see just uh, is MLK Day. We got the Pelicans versus Grizzlies, so we see Zion versus John Morant for the first time. It's uh, fun. I'm excited for that. It's fun. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Next up, we will be previewing the FIBA Basketball uh, World Cup. The
0: people, the players that are left in this tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the USA, <laughs> and that is presented by the Pro Velocity Bat. It's the best hitting tool on the market. If you're a serious baseball player, you got to get one. So go to ProVelocityBat.com today. So, Aaron, who are your favorites?
0: Well, I mean, it's my favorite. It's FIBA. we already saw they're an uh, eighty-nine <clears> percent <throat> favorite. We got the USA. They still have great players. I mean, they're, the the game, the roster is still made up of NBA talent. You know, Kemba, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Chris Middleton, Miles Turner, De'Aaron Fox. All these guys. I mean, we did see Kyle Lowry just withdraw right before we create we started this episode, but they still have a crazy good lineup that is gonna just. Cruz in this Just Cruz I wouldn't
1: say Cruz I mean there's some There's some valiant opposition You know Yeah France With Rudy Gobert Arguably uh, One of the top five centers In the entire NBA Nicholas Batum Who used to be good Maybe he <laughs> can rediscover His shooting form <laughs> And if he stays healthy well, I mean, the, Throughout it, the tournament it, He's good
0: Europe Ball It's a little different there European different balls, balls. Fit. There, yeah. there are different rules And uh, you know We see we see players like Bellinelli Patty Mills these guys that they really excel in the FIFA World Cup. Yeah. So, you never know, really. Exactly. Who's, who's going to show.
1: Exactly. And then you have Fournier on France, who's a good player on the Magic, an above-average starter. You have Frank rep <laughs> repping the Knicks. It's not even starting for them. We'll see about that. Okay, That's according to Wikipedia. Um, Timothy uh, Luawa cabarro on the on the 76ers for France, a shooter. So, they have a solid team. Uh, for Serbia, you have Nikola Jokic, who's A a flat-out baller. I mean, he is one of the. I I probably say he's one of the ten best players in the entire NBA. Right, but how much is
0: he going to do with like not NBA shooting around him? You know, what do you mean? Bogdan
1: Bogdanovic is a really good shooter. Nemanja Belica can space the floor next to him. Um, Bialica. but really the question mark for Serbia is: Are are they going to be able to defend the athletes of the United States? Right, Donovan Mitchell.
0: He isn't a good interior defender. He's slow. He's he's not as big as and built as like these other other teams that so maybe they'll get a bronze. I don't know, silver. I feel but,
1: like I feel like if they're shooting well though, Bogdan could go off for 30. Okay. He's had really good per he's a, I mean he got paid this off season. He got paid like 73 million for 4 years. So no, he's a, Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's obviously a really good player. Um and Jokic can also I mean, he could definitely put up a triple double against uh, even the front court of the US with uh, Miles Turner. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, man. Mitchell Robinson, possibly. Yeah, really, where the US is kind of lacking is in the front court. So I could see Jokic getting Turner in foul trouble. And if you have to put Lopez, Brook Lopez, or Mason Plumley on Nikola Jokic, I think he could have a field day. So I definitely see Serbia making some noise in this tournament and possibly upsetting the USA. Also, Greece has the best player in. Yep, the MVP in the in the world,
0: and he has his brothers. So
1: exactly, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Thanasis Antetokounmpo, blah um, blah blah Antetokounmpo. <laughs> uh, there are <laughs> a lot of Antetokounmpo <laughs> <laughs> brothers, so I I can't even really keep track. So Greece has a good solid team. You have um, the Dominican Republic with Carl Anthony Towns.
0: Yeah, that was surprising that he decided to obviously play there. Um, he's obviously his family is from Dominican Republic. But he's not alone. He's got Al Horford playing with him, so that's a really good front court. Yeah, so that could make some noise, definitely. Um, and then you know we have Australia with Joe Ingalls, Patty Mills. Um, you know the the teams. You know there's a lot of talent uh, just sprinkled around. Uh, there's no real well-rounded team except the USA. So yeah, that's true. Um, it's really gonna come out, come down to who's gonna show up. You know, for, are we gonna see Spain just have a Spain? Uh, FIBA World Cup and have Marcus Saul and Rudy Fernandez just look like absolute ballers mm-hmm. just in times that like it, they didn't look like that before and uh, or are we gonna just see the USA just cruise I mean having Kemba, Donovan Mitchell, Tatum, Kuzma, and Chris Met, like they still are just outright favorites and just better in talent. They, de- they definitely
1: are favorites but they don't have the superstars that they usually do so,
0: ours, so although do Kemba
1: Walker is a, a very good player Donovan Mitchell is also super streaky. So he'll have his games where he'll drop 35. But I could definitely see like some NBA defenders on these good teams. Bogdan Bogdanovic is a uh, starting small forward. I definitely could see uh, Serbia putting Bogdanovic on Mitchell. And Mitchell could struggle. I mean, Mitchell, he's so sporadic, man. Oh, my God. Especially in the playoffs. He was one day, he, I mean, he, he dropped 40 and then he'd go 6-for-25 in the next game. Right, and I mean, he doesn't stop shooting. So. The and only they, they way, also lack that like, that prototypical point guard. Like, Kemba's a good
0: point guard, but he's not really a passer. The only way that I'll, I see the USA, like the downfall that they have, is that they only had four days of training. Um, even Greg Popovich is complaining about that. Um, he's, he even said he said four days is not enough to do much of anything in life. What's available and what's necessary are two different things, and we need to look at the process to be a team that plays like a team when we get to China. So, yeah, right now, it, I'm not counting four days to create a team. So, if they really gel to the first few games, it's going to be cruising. But if they're going to play, you know, ISO ball, have Tatum, and just all of them play as just single players. Yeah, just jack up shots. Right. Then, you know, they could definitely get be in trouble. I mean, we saw that, like, in 2006 with, like, when they had LeBron, Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, Joy Howard, all in their prime. And they still – they only got the bronze when Spain won the gold. Um, you know, it's happened. It, it's definitely happened that the U.S. – doesn't reach their expectations. and I. But to me, the only way that it's going to catch up to them is if the practices it's going to catch up to them is the, the continuity and all that stuff. I mean, because, you know, the Redeem team, the Dream team, they all played together in different times. You know, you saw LeBron and Dwayne Wade and all these just have – because they were best friends, you know, they, they played together. They had chemistry. But these guys, you know, you're kind of just putting young players together in, like, all different places – and they might not have the chemistry. Yeah, and they've
1: never played together.
0: Right, they might not have the chemistry. Um, so, like I said, the only way I could see them not figuring it out is if the just the, the training doesn't catch up. If it uh, you know, hurts them and faults their chemistry. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I definitely... If I were to make a bold prediction right now, you know, I, I am known for that. Mm-hmm. I'm known for my hot takes.
0: Not really, but okay.
1: I'm going to say that Serbia is going to beat the United States of America. He's gonna win the FIBA World World Cup uh, World Championships. You should put a bet on that because the odds right now are so against you. No, Serbia has like I think they're they're five to one. Serbia is five to one. Yeah, Yeah. Serbia is four point nine nine to one. So I would definitely U.S. is I put some I put twenty bucks on that. (laughs) The The U.S. (laughs) is one point three four to one. But those aren't crazy odds. I really think. Nicola Jokic is better than any big man than it, than the U.S. has, especially given that they don't have the elite talent like Anthony Davis or um, or um, or other like great USA big men like they had in the past. In the um, past, so I could definitely see uh, Serbia winning it.
0: But don't forget how it works. Obviously, there are groups, and you have to get out of your group. You know, you play against the other three teams. Yeah. So obviously, the U.S. Their group right now is Group E with Turkey, Japan, Czech Republic. They're going to cruise. They're going to be 4-0. That's no problem. But, you know, we see France having, you know, Germany in their in their thing. They'll probably still cruise. But other people, are, it's harder. Like, Group H with Australia, Canada, Lithuania, and Senegal. Who's that's playing a, for Canada? Who's playing for Canada? I mean, RJ Barrett pulled out. Um, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because uh, his group didn't want him to play. Really? Yeah. Um, they wanted him to just get ready for the NBA uh, year. Let's see. They got... Um,
1: Joel Anthony, the yeah. guy who used to be in the NBA. They um, they have... Um, is Andrew Wiggins playing? Andrew Wiggins is not playing, I believe. Uh, Jamal Murray. Oh, Jamal Murray, bro. Corey Joseph. Tristan Thompson? Yeah. Kelly, Kelly Olenek? Olenek? Yeah. That's a good squad. I guess I did
0: undermine... Yeah.
1: So that is a really good team. That's a good squad. Like... I could definitely see um, France not even getting out of that group.
0: That's the thing. It's all going to come down to groups. And the uh, group of Australia, Canada, Lithuania, and Senegal, that's a crazy, crazy... Yeah, holy smokes. So, you know... Lots of NBA talent. Yeah, and I mean, Serbia, they have Italy, but they'll probably still come out of Group D. Um, But it's all going to come down to groups, and that's what's really, I think, going to throw some teams off because um, other... Except USA and I guess Greece. The other, the other, they have a lot of
1: competition. In yeah, those they groups. have a lot of
0: things to get through before they get to the elimination round.
1: Dude, Group A is so weak. Holy smokes!
0: Of China, Ivory Coast, Poland, and Venezuela. Yeah. Is there
1: any NBA talent in that? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Oh God! There used to be a lot of how, Chinese. How did, Ch- China must have bribed them. Honestly, it's like they pulled a Russia. Like you know, Russia. All the like in every single FIFA or FIBA World, whatever. Like, Group A is always trash. Like, Russia and the soccer thing, they they play garbage teams. All right. The, no one else knows that. Sorry. The top team was Uruguay, but enough with soccer. Back to basketball. Uh, but I definitely also like Greece, man. Giannis is a beast. I, yeah. think, I think Greece could definitely, uh, especially since they have a really weak group and they probably won't even have to, like, play Giannis that much.
0: Right. I mean... The first the game we're gonna see of the US is September first against Czech Republic at eight thirty AM. Just gonna suck Eastern time. But That's
1: good. I I get to wake up. I guess on so. a Sunday, wake up early. Right. I wake up early anyway.
0: Alright, perfect. So I can so, watch my boys. Yeah, we're gonna see them play Czech Republic, then September fifth, so uh four days later, Japan. And then we got uh let's see, where else are they playing? I mean, I think it's just four days later they're going to play the next person in their group and the next person in the group, and then they're going to get to the elimination rounds. And uh, we'll see there. You know, we'll see who they play. Um, But we'll see. We'll see the continuity of the uh, USA team if they're going to figure it out. I say they do. I mean, everyone says they do. They have a 1.13 to 1 chance of winning. Only you, Alex, think they're not going to win.
1: Serbia is going to win. I'm telling you that now. Okay. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. We will be back here with another episode on Thursday giving our win-loss predictions for every NBA team after the schedule was just released. So don't miss that. We will be back here soon. Thank you guys so much.